ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfather's was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory, a podcast solely focused on amplifying black and indigenous voices. Let's go get them. Let's go get them. I love e. that. <laughs> I love you. A. A. So come on, hype it up then. Hype it up. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> oh, is he going to have to take us on a, on tour when he hits his first Seriously. run? At least for that let track. Be, yeah, let us be your hype man. <laughs> you know, for that one track, at least. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> SQTP, they're all who? <laughs> oh man you i'm gonna say this kellen you are the only man to see me at my worst (laughs) come on and i don't know if that's a good thing but you know (laughs) but every episode i swear i look more and more bummy than i do and I'm gonna tell you why, because I just want to make this. I just want to lay this foundation first, because Come on. Oh, something's going on in my throat. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but you know, I've been sipping the tea, and um, I didn't go to sleep till late last night. So I literally like rolled out of bed and crawled to this chair this morning. So I just want to let Kellen know, you know, what's going on and why your girl looks like this. But um. But yeah, I just I this is why, you know, I so deeply have such a deep love for Kellen because I show up on screen looking a hot mess and Kellen comes correct. Like <laughs> Kellen has the lighting glowing on his face. Melanin is popping. You know, he's popping his chest out a little bit in his floral shirt. Song. Like <laughs> Kellen always looks good. And then you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, never this that. Well, thank you. Apology to Kellen for me looking so horrible every show. Never that. Well, to me, your vision every time, you know, thank natural you. beauty, mean- it shines through uh, forever <laughs> and always. So I appreciate you. And the only reason uh, I came with a with a half decent, it's, it's upper half, obviously, because, you know, Zoom life, that's how we go. The top half looking right, the bottom half is just, you know, secrets. <laughs> uh, I did have a, I did have to go out in public today, so I had to whip something up real quick. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I feel you though. Oh well, my gosh, screaming! Well, thank you, I appreciate that. You know, I'll take it. I will receive. You know, <laughs> you're helping me in my journey. You're helping me to receive compliments because you know that's not a natural part of my of my steez. I have like a a quick like whoosh, whoosh block of uh, <laughs> of compliments coming in, so I thank you. Um, and here I am, growing through the do. discomfort. This one was long overdue. Well, <laughs> you know, we don't become, you know, um, we don't have like a terrible breakup in the future. And <laughs> Kellen leaks these live recordings. All this footage. I look like ET in like each and every one of them. <laughs> Screaming! Oh my gosh, oh. there has to be some legal precedent for that. Like you can't release uh, <laughs> footage gathered. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, I was trying to come up with something that didn't come out there. So whatever. You get what I'm talking about. We get like it. The, uh, the step down from 
I'm not even going to say it. I'm letting it go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's not speak that into existence. Exactly. That's what I was like. I'm not even going to say nothing. Let's make this verbal contract that you will not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like y'all are out there. You heard this right here and right now. Tis agreed upon. Verbal handshake. <laughs> Remember that when we we first started and we're like, yeah, we're going to get on camera. And I'm like, all right, you have the, like, you have the easier job. I was like, because I'm not that confident in myself <laughs> to wear. So like I would put makeup, I put a little bit of makeup on and like, you know, spruced up the curls a little bit. And then you, we wouldn't really record or we wouldn't release the actual video. Cause remember that was our original plan was yeah. to like, post like you know sneak peeks and put mm-hmm. stuff on youtube eventually and so the first couple episodes first actually probably handful of episodes that yeah. we were just kind of recording back and forth we were on zoom and i was like well, i gotta be ready i gotta look decent and so and eventually that just fell off because like we're like <laughs> you're not posting like every week of our videos so i was like that's when the hood just came out and slowly you know, <laughs> made but, its um, way from your yeah. shoulders up 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 and over into the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway oh my gosh i know i feel you that feel you. how was your week this week oh my gosh uh wild and crazy um i don't even remember when we spoke last i know it happened oh it's like fr- like last friday morning mm-hmm. okay yeah so you caught me when i just got back from mexico and i was on my way to portland uh, yeah, yeah, you were on your way to Seattle. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I made my way down to Portland, had a brilliant weekend. That same day that we recorded was the exact same day that the uh, Kendrick Lamar concert was happening, the Big Steppers Tour 2022. Yeah. Uh, it was everything. Shout out to my homie, Sarah, who got us tickets to the show. Also, my other homie, Julian, who came to the show. We were in different sections because they got their, te- their tickets separately. Yeah, we mm-hmm. all traveled over together. Um, so, you know, Katsuyaya to Hanyuat once again for providing us safe travel through, you know, the different homelands. Um, we passed by Salilo, well, what was once Salilo Falls, which, you know, still there technically without it physically being there. Um, we stopped there, you know, said a few prayers, uh, went down to the water and just like, you know, tried to imagine what life was like prior to you know flooding of our areas and you know all these damn dams uh, (laughs) that are just you know tearing up our ecosystems and our natural ways of life as we know um yeah you know shout out to all those that are still working to continually uh make change and be better with all that anyways moral is uh we got an awesome trip over and then the show is just mind blowing. Oh my gosh. Just oh, I bet. Uh, talk about black excellence. Uh my voice is now on the repair because yeah, like from that Friday up until I would say even just Monday or Tuesday yesterday, um, my voice was like the full vocal fry. I was still giving you squeaks, uh, galore. It was wild because I could not contain myself. I honestly couldn't just like the blackness on stage was everything and people weren't walking into it. I was like, y'all are not understanding what is going down on top of that. I'm a dancer. 
And so when I see other dancers out there living their lives and giving their everything, it mm. was, oh my gosh, I couldn't contain myself. If you've ever been to like a dance, I'm getting chills now. If you've ever been to like a dance show or a dance performance, it's wild because dancers will scream at dancers on stage. And so oh, like, really? oh my gosh, it's everything. One of these days I'm gonna have to take you to like a dance show and you'll see, because we know like when you're on stage and you hear people like hyping you up, bigging you up, uh, it makes you dance harder. It's that energy. It's like a reciprocal energy cycle. Uh, mm -hmm. So like you get the energy out in the audience of like dancers up there, like giving their all. And then like you vocally support them by like cheering them on. And it's just this cycle. Then they dance harder. Uh, anyways, it's this beautiful thing that like came out. I was like, oh girl, the dancer in me is coming out uh, to where like when the when the audience went like be dead silent, I'd be like screaming at the dancers. Uh, it's like, y'all better go off. Y'all are cutting out. Like, da, 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 da. Yeah. Uh, and I would low key wait for those moments when it was like dead silent just to be like, I need this message to get across to you um, <laughs> because I'm screaming also while you're dancing. Yet everything yeah. is happening. So you can't hear me. So I need to let you know while it's silent that y'all are living your absolute lives. And I thank you for it. Yeah, uh, it was beautiful because it was it was blackness down and it wasn't like wild, like, you know, one and two and three and like crazy technical, you know, like Michael Jackson, uh, you know, yeah, down yeah, to yeah. the detail dancing. It was just like, OK, y'all, we're just hitting this like rough, like back and forth. You do that for like 16 counts and then you stop and then you're going to do it again. It was just like primal and raw and rugged and it wasn't pretty. And so it's just like these beautiful black bodies just like emitting their entire soul, literally just walking. There was like sections where they would just walk and everybody had their own steeds, everybody had their own swag, everybody had their own way of being uh, and executing. And it was life-giving because I was like, not everybody can do this. You know, <laughs> I'm like, it comes so natural and it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm just getting hyped thinking about it again. Um, uh, and then just Kendrick on top of that. I was like, and Kendrick? Um, you know, so like full disc, well, not full discography, like a lot of, a lot of good songs. Um, a lot of his like new stuff. Cause I mean, it's, it's also rounded around, uh, his new album, Mr. Morale and the big steppers. Um, yet he like infused, you know, those classic Kendrick tracks or like the entire crowd. It was just like, ah, ah, you know, uh, so yeah, it was a good time. I had I had a I had a a super amazing time with my homie Sarah right there to my right. We were living our lives, jumping, screaming, singing, dancing. Um, to the right of us were like these two boys who were like high school age, maybe like junior high, high school, and their mom was on the other side. Yeah, it was wild because they were sitting there living their lives too. Yeah. Um, the people in front of me were definitely not having it because uh, again, I was screaming my life away. And whenever Kendrick held his mic out and was like, "Sing." I knew the words. Hey. And so I was singing um, <laughs> and I could tell they didn't know it. Um, and uh, so, you know, we just had a, a different approach to the show itself. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolute blessing all in all. Uh, and yeah, leaving the show, grab some merch. And then uh, we sat down like outside the venue. What was dope is that like at that venue at the Moda Center, there was another venue like right across the little plaza. So there was like a, a Mexican country concert that happened at the exact same time as the Kendrick concert. Oh, wow. We sat outside and we watched the let out of like these two crowds 
like going their separate ways and going home. And it was just beautiful to see all of these people from all these different walks of life, super happy and like having the time of their lives, laughing with their friends, uh, taking, you know, their last minute cute photos. Uh, and it was just love in the air. And it was like, ah, this is beautiful. Like this is what we need in life, you know? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that, that was, that was the show. Mm -hmm. um, then beyond that, I had a really great time. My brother turned 26. Uh, and so I got to see him and, and, uh, give him a little birthday love, uh, share his uh, birthday present with him and got to see him and my cousin. And we went to like a dope soul food restaurant uh, on Sunday. Uh, and also shout out to my homie, uh, Kadesha Gaines, who got us the inside track on the, uh, the Nike employee store. So we got to go uh, shop it up a little bit. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm rocking my three stripe, three stripe life right now. Uh, so, you know, I, I made sure that I was <laughs> you down for store? that day. <laughs> um, what was that? Did you go to the Portland or the Portland, the Adidas store? Because the mm. Adidas, out, like the Adidas um, was founded in Portland, wasn't it? Like the, 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 the Adidas factory or whatever is there. Well, the hookup that we had was through Nike. So through we Nike, to go, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. saying though, did you go to okay? No, just just to the just Nike, Nike employee okay. store. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was kind of funny. So you know, I was like, I was like, you know, I'm I'm grabbing a couple things. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh more or less, we had a great time. Grab a couple uh, draws, you know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Mostly I got gifts for other people, uh, you know, because I was like, all right, well, I'm in here. Let me get these good sales. Let me get these good exclusives. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, even though they may not make their way into my wardrobe, uh, at least, you know, I got a few things for people who I know will appreciate them. Yeah. Because, uh, again, you know, trying to build a life around me. So I got my, I, I got my, like, Adidas tags. I got my Ivy Park tags, you know, my three stripes all around. So that, like, Again, building the life I want to see. Uh, anyways, I'll take some Nike money too, though. Shoot. Um, Shoot, yeah. I, I didn't sign no non-compete. No plan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, that sounds like a whole experience in, yeah. in PDX. There is like a big Black population as well um, within Portland. Like there are community more sort of speaking culture. Mm -hmm. um, some of the people I've worked with in the past, they're from Portland and they kind of just say, yeah, there's like a rich black culture within, you know, the nooks and crannies of Portland, of course, but it's really dope. Right. Even um, our like way throwback, like episode two to five, like our music episode. Right. Um, okay. I can't remember. My cakes. <laughs> my memory, the way my memory set up. <laughs> yeah. I just know it's way back there. But yeah, uh, Mike Capes. did interview Mike Capes. Yep. Yeah. And he's, and he's out of PBX, right? Like out of Portland area. Yep. And shout out to Dre. Dre Slaps. He's awesome. Yes. Quinn Dre. Yep. I use. And if you guys aren't going to sip and pay, I'm going to throw that out there right now. Go get your tickets right now. Dre Slaps is a DJ. Oh, and but, yes, speaking of Dre Slaps, he is from Portland as well. So shout out to him. And, you know, it's really cool. Mike Capes actually is a one. Mike, Mike and his wife. I don't want to butcher her name, so I'm not going to. So there. It's a beautiful name. I just can't think of, you know, the correct pronunciation. But them, they actually took me and my best friend to like the soul food restaurant. I wish I could remember what it was, but it was absolutely amazing. They definitely the hospitality was great out there. So it's definitely a trip, but trip I need to 
you know, take again. Me and my sister were supposed to go to Portland because she wanted to see Sabrina Claudio. So she had tickets for Thursday night, but then she's like, well, I don't want to miss class. So we went Friday to Seattle. So she got tickets in Seattle instead. But Kendrick was there as well because when we were at Pike Place, because we didn't really plan on doing like the tourist thing, but I was like, well, I'm going to go check it out over there. And um, everyone's like, why are you here? The Kendrick Lamar concert? And we're like, oh no, we're heading out today. Like we saw Sabrina Claudio last night. <laughs> but like, I guess everybody was there for Kendrick. And I'm like, shoot, if only I had Kendrick tickets, I would go. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was so tempted when we woke up the next day in Portland. I was like, y'all, it's only like a three hour drive up to Seattle. We can go yep. watch Kendrick again tonight. Again. <laughs> I was like, I would low key be down. Uh yeah, yeah. I've been to was the the place you went to was it Brit and Gravy? Do you remember? <sighs> I don't know. It was so long ago. Yeah. I'd have to think about it. Okay, At that's the place it, that we went to. Is Grits and Gravy black owned? Was uh, it like kind of a small, not a house, but like it was small, kind of dim? Yeah, it it was small. Yeah, it was downtown area. Oh no, it wasn't downtown. Okay. He took it somewhere else that was okay. like away not out of the way but not like in the city yes okay uh, so, i'm not to put that on my list grit and gravy yeah grits and gravy uh black owned uh southern breakfast uh in in portland uh and what was dope too is that they had uh art in the back and i think it's called like pear project let me see if i can find it on on their website uh yeah the so they had different prints and different um different art pieces, poems and whatnot, uh -huh. that uh, the sales of those supported uh, youth uh, that were experiencing houselessness in, in the oh, Portland nice. area. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we were able to even just like, one, see some dope art, and then two, uh, shop some of it uh, to help support, uh, you know, the causes that are there lined up with with the restaurant itself. So... Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's called Pear Project. I'll have to Google it to like be sure, be sure. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so check that out if you're in the area ever, Grits and Gravy. Um, and yeah, oh, I guess I'm seeing, yeah, pearmentor.org. So P-E-A-R-M-E-N-T-O-R.org. Um, what we do, we build community, offer support, and create opportunities for exploration and personal growth. So yeah, uh, you know, helping to uh, to combat uh, the experience of homelessness uh, for for youth, um, and using creative outlets to help um, to help support. No? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, follow that yeah. movement, y'all. I know, right? Um, so yeah, that was the spot. Okay, Seattle. So who Sabrina Claudio? Is that is that did I say that right? Yeah, I personally haven't listened to her until that night, but <laughs> Chloe's like a huge fan, my sister Chloe. And so we drove out and it was cute. It was like at a theater, and she has some die hard fans. Like, like I was sitting there and I was like, all right, the concession line needs to go down. Like, <laughs> that was like my main concern. <laughs> I was like, I need the snacks. And so like um finally the concert started and so like you know I got a couple videos and then I was just chilling eating my gummy worms and drinking my drink like <laughs> but like yes. people were going crazy around me Sabrina we love you Sabrina and 
she was really cool. Like she's got a voice. I think she's only like 25. And so she was out there for a good, like probably hour and a half, two hours. Um, But then also Chloe was telling me that she wrote um, Plastic on the Sofa. She was one of the writers for Beyond Plastic on the Sofa. Something. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah, it was actually a good concert. I was really glad that she brought me. so we did that. And the next day we kind of just walked around Seattle and I ran my errands. Um, so yeah, it was cool. It was a vibe. It was just like a cis weekend. So it was, it was really cool. Why I suggest you don't, my sis. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's dope. Um, it's funny when you, when you said her name, uh, I definitely had that like Kiki Palmer, like, Mm-hmm. Or like you know, yeah. That? We'll leave it at there. <laughs> I think she's mixed though. She has to be mixed. Like she kind of look a little, you know, dark around the ears or something. Like you know, like, she's like she's mixed or something. But it was really cool. It was a really cute concert. Dope. Uh, did she have an opener or like anyone with her? Yeah, oh wait, was it at was it at STG? Um, yeah. I can't think of the name, but yeah. I'm seeing it on my cup. <laughs> yes, yes, because I, I saw yeah. your photo. I've performed there. I've performed on really? that stage before. Yeah, yeah, it's a cute, it's a cute little theater. Yeah, that's a dope venue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to do I got to play uh Bernardo in West Side Story in uh, a West Side Story excerpt way back in like 2011. 2012. Oh wow. Yeah, it was wild. Joey McNeely, like the uh Broadway choreographer for West Side Story, came out and taught us. It was miserable. It was like not miserable, like my body was miserable because it was like it was a crash course in like Broadway uh oh, dance man. choreography, and we had like two days to learn this thing so it was like go 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 yeah uh, i remember my body was broken after that um, anyways one of these days i'm gonna catch your plays yes wink wink <laughs> yes i was like actually <laughs> like I'm actually coming. you will <laughs> i'm coming to you just see the star oh my gosh yeah, I did. I well, I, I just put in right now Sabrina Claudio Beyonce into Google, and the first thing that pops up Sabrina Claudio credited on Beyonce's Renaissance, and fans are outraged. I wonder why there's outrage. I don't know. Um, I know. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, weird. She has some good music. Like her music is a vibe for sure. It's like one of those. I wouldn't say. I would say modern day. I wouldn't say modern day Shadi. I would say. I don't know. It's real like flowy. Okay. But she's got a good voice. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll I'll check it out. After seeing her, like I can I can tell I can tell that she was probably she was one of the writers just based on the flow of the song. Okay. Yes. I mean, there's hella people on it. Um in the best way. Like it's so awesome that there's like a good collaboration of all of these cool creators. Mm-hmm. Um huh. As I'm like reading this article, I'm like, why are people outraged? Yeah. People are upset. Helen finds the tea. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Google just let me know. Like I told you, that was the absolute first thing that came up on Google. All I did was put in Sabrina, Claudio, Beyonce, those three words. And then it was like, oh, girl, outrage over this. I said, oh, no. Send me that tea later. (laughs) Right. And I need to put my phone down because I'm like, what is going on? I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to figure it out. Um, also, yes, uh, I saw Chloe out there with her Telfar bag. I said, come on, 
out here in the streets <laughs> looking cute, supporting Black business, uh, just up with the trends. Go off, y'all. Only um, way to do it. Yes. Also, Alicia Keys was over in Seattle that same weekend. Too. She was. Oh, my gosh. I totally would have stayed. This is how I'm like disconnected to the culture. Like, I really hate to say that. Like, I hate to step it up. Like, seriously. I had no idea either. Only The only reason why I knew is because my cousins went. So my auntie, my cousins, they went over to watch Kendrick. And then literally the absolute next day, they watched Alicia Keys. Oh, um, wow. Dang, so I guess there that day. I would have totally just be like, all right, we're staying, stay another night. We got to go see the queen. You know, uh, it's crazy. Well, shout out to everybody in black music doing the thing, you know, and, and adjacent. Uh, I don't know. Sabrina Claudio falls. Under I know we music. don't know her ethnicity yet. We will get back to you. It might be a Mariah Carey situation, but you know, <laughs> uh, screaming. Gosh, and not to turn like a dark turn, but I do want your opinion on this. Please, let's so, go. Yesterday, I went to dinner. I'm not going to say the establishment because it was just one particular person, employee, but we, um, food was great. Food was amazing. The vibe itself was great. But our server, she was just like lagging, you know, clearly not being attentive as she should have been. And she, this is what kind of, was very interesting she came up or she took our order she's like do you guys want some bread as well and i said oh yeah sure we'll take some. or first of all first she said do you want some bread it's free and i said i didn't ask you if it was free <laughs> you know what i mean and so nobody really caught that but like this is maybe the part of me to where it's like okay you're kind of radical constantly or like you know you notice things constantly and i'm just like <clears throat> I was like, yeah, of course, we'll take some bread, whatever. And so when she walked away, I was like, I did not ask that girl what made her feel like she had to tell me that the bread was free. Like, I didn't ask you for a cost breakdown of everything. Like, (laughs) was it racial? Like, you don't like you just don't do that. And I just felt like as I was like I was talking to my mom after like later, you know, once we were kind of wrapping up the meal, I'm like, I don't know if you noticed that, but for her to tell me that it's free. But then also she's not being attentive to our table. like. I hate to say, like, I feel like it's a racial thing and to where it's like, okay, maybe she felt like we weren't going to tip. And of course, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Whatever, I can't think of think of it. But anyway, basically, based off of her service, of course, I'm not going to want to tip her a lot. Granted, I'm a good tipper, but I unfortunately, this is one of the things that I know I need to work on personally is like, if or I'm put in a position to where if I'm a person of color and the other person is not, and I don't like to feel as though they feel I can't afford something in a sense. And it's a terrible quality to have about myself and it's a work in progress. And so granted I did tip, I didn't tip her $5. Like I wanted to tip her like on a $150 bill. I still tipped her decently, but at the same time, she didn't necessarily deserve it. You know, but at the same time, I don't want her to feel as though people like we didn't have money. You know what I mean? And that clearly was never the issue in the first place. You know, I didn't ask you like we like when you go out to eat with me, I'm going to eat. So like (laughs) I'm going to order what I want to (laughs) order. You're going to run this up. Yes, exactly. And so I just felt like, do you feel we're in a place to where and this is probably a very stupid question in a sense to where it's a probably obvious answer. But I personally just feel 
we're in a state to where white people should just know better. Like some of the things that they say, like as a, as a white person, like they should stop and question themselves. Should I have said that? Or should I be saying this? Because how is it going to come off? You know? And we are in a state to where they they should have always known better, but in 2022, I shouldn't have to sit down in an establishment feeling as though you think that I'm less than when it's your job to make me feel like I'm more than, (laughs) you know know what I mean? And so it was just a weird, like it was, I didn't know if it was just me, but like just by simply telling me that the bread is free, you didn't have to throw that in there. That kind of just was like, all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, what are you trying to get at, basically? Exactly. Yes. And like, these are the things. And just for people who are listening, who maybe aren't people, you, you know, you aren't people of color, like you really like you're white. So like, if you're you know. listening to this, it's just like, some of these things, it's okay to ask your friends who are black or brown, you know, was I wrong for saying this? Should I have said this? Whatever. Because I just felt like that was a big way of implying, like, you don't have money when I clearly never even asked you, you know, the price mm-hmm. of anything. So I don't know. That was my experience last wow. night. And I felt like I wanted to kind of get your input on it. Like, okay, Michaela, you're tripping or, you know, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, never tripping, you know, like your body, uh, it feels what it feels, uh, you know, trust your gut. We hear that all the time. I literally yeah. just had a, a conversation with somebody 45 minutes ago and uh, they recalled our first conversation, which happened over over the phone. And we just met in person right now. Anyways, the first conversation um, they were abroach, they were broaching a conversation with me and he was like, oh, I could hear it in your voice. And I was like, yeah. And I told you in that very moment, I was like, I don't have the words right now yet. What I can tell you is my body is feeling this, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and so it's like your body, your instinct, your, all those things, like it's, it's not, it's not you tripping. It's literally telling you what it is, you know? Okay. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> validation up front, just going to say that right here, right now, uh, you know, and not questioning yourself and how you feel and and, and all that thing or all of that as that goes um, right off top, you know, like that, that natural stuff, it, it's telling you stuff, you know, so like, don't ignore it, which you obviously know yet, you know, again, just giving you that extra uh, boost and pushing it. Uh, and then, yeah, beyond that, oh my gosh, I know, I know, I know, like, uh, that like weird, like, oh, I got it. So like, I can spend it. Um, yet now I don't want to because of this, like it's so tangled. But then if um, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Then yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which even on the other side of that, it's like, uh, we can't control how people feel about us. Exactly. Uh, and, and you, showed that or like you said that in such an awesome way which is in the uh unreleased uh bands tapes uh black ass native shit uh pre-qtp uh archives uh has never made the the made the airways um but i remember you telling me about like interactions with people or like you mentioning in our conversation interactions with people and you're like on the other side of this experience i'm gonna have to walk away and deal with me so like how i how I uh, carry myself in this situation, whether I say something or whether I don't, either way on the other side of this, I'm gonna have to leave with me regardless of what that person thinks or feels, you know? And when you said that, I said, oh girl, right. Like, 
it hit me tough. Uh, cause yeah, we do have to like, regardless, we're going to live with ourselves on the other side of every experience because, you know, we're with ourselves. We're the ones who talk to ourselves the most, you know, we spend the most time with ourselves, this and that. Yeah. Um, and so even in that like example that you're saying right there, it's kind of like, uh, as much as you don't even, or like as much as it plays into like, why well, I, I don't want this person to think this and that about me. Uh, it's also like, who cares? Like, cause I have to live with me on the other side and I, I deal with like what I do. Yeah. Um, so that's number two. And then number three, which is glaring and blaring and daring and scaring me to say, um, yeah, also not. Cause you know, I'm not trying to live my life in fear Yeah, let's do it. Um, whiteness is just going to be whiteness always and forever. And this is like a super hard lesson that I learned and I learned it through, um, deep, intimate, uh, interaction, uh, where like, <laughs> literally like you can't take away whiteness from being white. Um, just in the same way that like, I will never be conditioned any different from like, like I can't change my childhood. I can't change the things that brought me up the mentalities. You know, I was brought up in a Catholic household. I was brought up, uh, as we've talked about, like half, half black, half native, you know, all these things, these, these pathways and all these like ways of being and, and thinking, and then how that comes out in my mannerisms, none of that can ever be taken away. So of course I can always study and analyze and work to heal that stuff. Yet it's always going to be there. Um, and you know, those are my choices are these, you, it, it then presents opportunities for make, for me to make choices moving forward on whether I continue, um, operating from those same patterns, or if I work to evolve them, um, or to even just recognize them sometimes be like, Ooh, girl, uh, like just this past weekend, like I got set off on something and I was like, Oh, low key, this is taking me back to when I was like nine years old. And this was the exact same way that I would react when I was nine to 12 years old. And here I am doing it as like a 35 year old. Okay. So like knowing that, like, am I going to keep doing it or do I want to change how I approach the situation? Right. Yeah. Uh, and so when I say that, like whiteness is never confronted with having to be white. Whereas like we in the world walking as, you know, black and brown people of color, um, you're confronted with it. You know, you, you think of the different perspective because whiteness being the status quo. And so I don't at all excuse it yet at the exact same time. Like I just know whiteness is always going to be white regardless. Yeah. And of course there are steps that people take and there are, you know, the things that they do in, in that group that, you know, I want to be an ally or I want to be, you know, I want to be better yet regardless, all of those years of just upbringing and training and just societal conditioning, it doesn't for me and my experience, I haven't witnessed where whiteness checks itself or questions itself prior to its execution of self, mm -hmm. you know, whereas like, you know, being black or brown, like, it's like, Ooh, before I do this, I have to know that I'm going to be treated as a black or brown person on the other side of this thing. Yeah. You know? Um, and again, that's, that's very high level. Um, yeah. It's something that I learned in a very like deep, 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 intimate way. 
Um, and so it's like as much as you want, and there are these moments of hope of people being like, you know, I'm doing the best that I can, or I'm learning, or I'm, I'm working to integrate these things into my life. At the exact same time, you're never going to take away the fact that they're white. You're never going to take away the conditioning of whiteness. And you're never going to take away those mannerisms. Um, and so I don't have a conclusion for that yet. I just know for me, myself, um, having that understanding of being like, regardless, it's it's going to white. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, even just kind of, as you mentioned, is like white people aren't going to check themselves. And granted, there are some that are really, you know, they don't realize the things that they say until it's already said. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that's the part that's irritating is like, when we walk into a room, we constantly have to check ourselves to make sure we don't look a certain way or we don't get spoken to a certain way. But yet we can't check the person that needs to be checked because if we do check a white person, then it's like, okay, then we're the angry black people. And then we're ghetto. And then, you know, it's blowing things out of proportion. It wasn't exactly. meant like that. And Girl. that's the irritating thing. Cause it's like, when she came to the table, when she said that I wanted to immediately be like, you know, what, what makes you think we would, you know, what makes you say that, but it's free, but yet we walked in here with our money just as green or blue as yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And come on, blue, come on, blue faces. <laughs> I see you. Ew, let them know. But it's like all about the Benjamins. Come on now. I'm not saying that. I'm just, you know, I'm saying, I ain't trying to put my business well, on no the street. Point. I'm just saying, you know, money is evolving since, you know, since when it was really green. But um, we got spaceship money now. But um, but anyway, it's just the fact that, I don't know, it really kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. And I wanted to immediately be like, okay, well, what, what made you say that? You know, yeah. what about us made you feel like, you know, you had to say that after I just ordered I don't even know how, like I had already ordered all of this. Well, I saw stuff. your story. Like, I said, hmm, grub it. Yeah, we're still not good enough. And it just kind of knocks to you kind of like, you know, back in the day, what would they say? Like a nigger's always going to be a nigger, no matter how big you're going to be, you know, it doesn't matter who you yes. are, you know, you you're still in be. this room. And I've always kind of thought that. And I'm like, no matter what room you're in, doesn't matter. I mean, specifically, obviously white spaces, like yeah. it doesn't matter who you are. You know what I mean? And that's what needs to change. But but yeah. And so like in that moment, I wanted to check her. But if I check her, then it's become then I become a problem and then I might ruin dinner for everybody or whatever. You know what I mean? And it shouldn't have to be that way at all. You know, and I think that's just the annoying part to where it's like, you know, doesn't sometimes it doesn't matter what spaces we're in. You know, people are still going to say what they're going to say. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, maybe she does. Like, she's young and maybe she just doesn't know what she speaks, but she needs to be, she needs to be checked. But at the same time, why can't I just go out and have a good time? (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's the part. And that's what we deal with. And to kind of further extend that, that's why we have to be careful which towns we walk into or get gas in. And, you know, me literally just experiencing that last week of, you know, driving from, basically across the country when I'm stopping to get gas I might have to go to the bathroom but I don't want to stop in this place specifically because as soon as I pump my gas heads are turning trump flags are flying whatever you know we have to be mindful of our of our environments and it sucks when it has to be something to where you're out with your family you're just trying to have a good time you know you kind of get 
warped back into the 60s or 50s, if not further of, you know, you know, where our money's just as good as your money. But yet these little comments, you know, they're big, they're big, big deals. And people don't really understand that some of these comments that are said, you could easily say, well, get over it. Or that was back then. No, we have so much history and trauma and experience in our day to day going back generations that all of that accumulates in one little phrase or one little term, yeah. you know? And so it's a lot. And I think that's the most important thing that we can do is just instill confidence in um, our next generation and learning to embrace themselves. And, you know, that's why we kind of, you know, the Beyonce album is so epic because, you know, she's really putting it out there. You know, this is for us by us, you know, and let's move forward together. But, um, have you ever seen, I don't know if you've ever seen it. There's a, there's an episode of a different world and it's like, it's one of the older ones. I want to say okay. it's like season two or season three. And Whitley goes into like a jewelry store and she, the white lady is, you know, working, like helping her, but she clearly doesn't want to help her. She's being very ugly with her. Like, you know, oh, you can't put these on layaway before she even asks to see anything. And Willie Gilbert is like the richest character. Yeah, on exactly. Show, if you guys yeah. don't know. Yeah, so, she's bougie down. Exactly. Yes. And I felt, and it's hard to sometimes <laughs> see that because I'm like, man, that's kind of me in a sense. So like, even though the, the, the worker was like, you know, you can't put these on layaway and that one's really expensive. I don't know if you want to see that one. She's like, well, lay them all out for me. And then she buys them. And then she goes back to the dorm and they're like, Whitley, why did you buy all this stuff? She was very rude and very racist. And she was just like, well, I couldn't think, you know, I didn't want her to think that we couldn't afford stuff like this. She's like, but can you, can't afford it? She's like, no, I can't afford it. <laughs> so they're like, well, you, you know, you just added to her commission. It doesn't, she's not thinking twice about you. Like you're paying her. So eventually she brings it back and she speaks to the owner and I think she gets her fire or whatever. But to me, I kind of see myself in that way sometimes too. And maybe it's just, you know, growing up and seeing things like that and just knowing that people are going to be like that out in the world once it comes time for me to do adult things. So where now I kind of have... I, I'm a lot better than I probably was a few years ago, but if I'm ever put an instance to where there is a white people and they're trying to sell me something, you know, I'm not going to go for the cheapest one because they're already expecting me to go for the cheapest one. And in actuality, they could care less, you know yeah. what I'm saying? What you get. Yeah. And so that's something that I've kind of had to work through and navigate through to where you really don't have anything to prove, you yeah. know what I mean? And so like, again, circling back to last night, even though she didn't, deserve a decent tip like I still gave her one because I didn't want to be put in that box I felt like she had already put me in yeah. which is stupid but um but yeah so it's just it's a work in progress and like now like I said I've gotten a lot better but I haven't felt like that in a long time which is probably mm -hmm. kinda, you know felt kind of funny this morning or last night but also yeah. the area you know you're back in True. the PN dubs you're back in uh Eastern Wash, you know, Northwestern Idaho. Yeah. I mean, everybody else was great. That's the thing. Like yeah. all these observers were like bringing stuff that she was supposed to be bringing. They're like, here you go. Here's this, here's this. But then her, it was just her energy was off. And I'm like, she's probably just a terrible server. But then I was trying to play dead devil's advocate as well, which I didn't have mm -hmm. to do what I was just doing just to do. I'm like, well, it is a college town. Like maybe, you know, a lot of people come in and they don't want to spend what they, you know, it's supposed to be spent. But at the same time, I'm like, you come in expecting this, but you can't, nothing in this life is free. So like when I come into an establishment, obviously we're not <laughs> things so it's just like I don't know it rubbed me the wrong way Heck but yeah. Um, but yeah so it's 
it's an experience and it's just it's weird to, and it's annoying to still have to kind of navigate in our country this way and that's why I just say like I'm kind of just sick like it's it's all the same every state's the same realistically and people can say True. well my state's not no it's True. all the same yeah you know and so that's the part that really kind of becomes irritating but but yeah I mean we're all trying to get through this thing called life as we say and it's a lot of lessons and a lot of things that we do and it all really just falls upon us and how we choose to react and things like that but it's definitely unfair for the fact that when we should be reacting we have to question our natural reaction sometimes yeah it's well then too there's like the human factor it's like we don't know what's going on in anyone's life and anyone's day at any point in time you know so like especially when I get confronted with those situations, I'm like, all right, human factor. Like, I I don't know what's what. Um, And then beyond that, like say those situations where it's like, oh, I don't really want to tip because of said service or whatever it is. um, I'm like, well, here I am making my actions in reaction to somebody else. Whereas like for me, like, you know, having worked in the service industry and, you know, having, you know, my experience and whatever, like, I know, like for me, I'm like a standard, you know, I'm like, I'm always a standard with the 20% and or more like, you know, and and I won't even like try to get it to whatever. I'll just be like, oh, as long as it's 20 and above, like I'm chill, you know, like, and I don't care about the, the, the exact numbers. Um, And so then I'm like, well, I don't want to let somebody else's attitude and actions and ways of being make me change the way that I like to live my life, you know? And so then, and so then it's like, again, it's just like, uh, regardless, or, you know, the mean girls, irregardless of, (laughs) of like, you know, what another person is. And even if it does kind of like incentive, I don't want to say incentivize them, but, uh, what's the word reward, I guess, in a sense, like, oh yeah, you're getting all this money still. I'm like, it's not even about that. It's about me not deviating from my path and what I like to do and how I express myself. Which um, makes sense. Yeah. And, and, and that shows up not only just in tipping that shows up in so many ways where it's just like, yeah, like whether that's like biting your tongue and, or saying something and making something uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is, like making myself and, and the way that I want to walk and carry myself the priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes that like, that shows up and like, yeah, now I spent all this money towards you in a sense. Yeah. More so it's about me doing the shit that I want to do and the yeah. way that I like to do it. Um, because I can't combat you and your said bigotry or prejudice mm-hmm. or just whatever it is, even if it's just, again, the human factor where it's like, Oh, you've just had a really bad day and these horrible things are actually happening in your life. And therefore you're acting this way, you know, like all these, uh, factors that that I don't know, these unknown factors, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so if anything, that's, yeah. Like the thing that I work to focus on is like staying my course Mm -hmm. as best I can. Makes sense. Uh, you know, yeah, I like the way you put that because I think that's what I was kind of grappling with to where I wanted another opinion because I'm the same way. Like I used to serve mm-hmm. and I totally understand, you know, how how everything works. And so I'm the same way. 20 is like just standard and I'll go up yeah. from there. And yeah. so I still only I tipped her like 18, which still isn't that dramatic. No, but I was like, you know, she doesn't necessarily deserve it when it comes to her, but she don't know if you split tips and everyone else was amazing. Yep. And so I had that in the back of my mind, but at the same time, it was just kind of, 
foggy as well. And just like yeah. I said, I haven't been, I haven't felt like that in a long time. Um, but I really like how you put that just point blank period is to just, you know, remaining, you know, true to yourself and, you know, the universe, as many would say, or God mm-hmm. may say, would work this up, the rest out. You know, maybe that would make her step back and realize like, oh, maybe they're not whatever. Or, you know, who knows what kind of realization she would have had or they have or whatever. So um, I just like how you put that. So I'll just yeah. leave that there. But yeah, yeah really good, good even though you weren't trying to give advice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so just well, think true to yourself at all times, regardless of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> well, because confronted with it all the time. Again, here I am in Spokane. Uh, on Twitter, Spokane, Washington was trending like two days ago, mm-hmm. two or three days ago, because like some chick who's an actor, I believe in Euphoria. I don't know. I, I don't be knowing. I don't watch that show and all the things. However, you know, shout out to, you know, Zendaya, because, you know, down always for the cause um yet uh there were i guess backstory from the little that i gathered um it showed her at like a family gathering uh and how her family were like you know maga down trump down this and that and people were like oh my gosh this one uh you know young white girl and her family are these type of people and she's posting pictures of it. And then other people were like, y'all are surprised that a white girl from Spokane has family that are Trump down, maggot down. Like, really? Eye roll of life. Yeah. And it was trending. Like, people were going in on Spokane and I was living. Uh, and people <laughs> were going in about the people about Spokane and I was living. Uh, because it's true, you know? Um, and of course, it's not just Spokane, Washington. And of course, it's not just Eastern Washington, Spokane County. It's not just Northern Idaho, the strongholds of these neo-Nazis and just crazy motherfuckers who are just out here just, ah, can you get into it? You know, um, it, it is everywhere. Like you said, it's absolutely everywhere. This is the country that we live in. Beyonce said it. America, America has a problem. And although it was a twist and a pun with the way she did it, it's also a true statement right off top. America, America yes. has a problem and it really motherfucking does. Um, boom. Because uh, then, yeah, like even just like in trying to walk around my neighborhood, I've talked about this before in my two block radius as I walk around the very house that I live in, there are Confederate flags or Confederate flags crossed with uh, semi-automatic rifles. There are the skulls. Um, there are the skulls with the American flag in it. There are the skulls with the Blue Lives American flag. There's a whole lane of road, uh, a whole road where on both sides of the street, all the way down the entire block, there are those black and white blue light or blue live matter flags. Um, there's literal white lives matter flags, bumper stickers, everything all within the one block. So it's like, even when I try to go outside and like walk around and feel at peace, um, I'm confronted with all this, just like symbolism and propaganda that is just significant of hatred. So then it's just like, dude, like y'all want to like, I don't know. It's it, it's it's so uncomfortable, you know. It's yeah. it's it's an uncomfortable ass space. That's all I can fucking say. It's uncomfortable as fuck, and it's like rooted in all this hatred. Uh, and so it's just like even something as simple as a, a cute little walk around the block, I feel uncomfortable AF all the goddamn time, all the time. And so then, because I'm confronted with that all the time, um, I'm like, uh, it makes me like your initial reaction is to like diminish and or whatever and i'm like no fucking stand up taller fucking switch your hips harder fucking sing out loud you know like be all that you can fucking be and like it it forces me to do the opposite and to not shrink and shrivel because it's in my face every fucking day 
Uh, and it's putrid. It's ugly. It's rancid. It's rank. It stank as fuck. Um, and that's why I'm absolutely convinced that all these people, you know, just won't be in a better place after this place, you know, <laughs> because they're not walking in a way that warrants yeah. um, any type of that. And so, again, I just know that the afterlife is going to be Lydia. It's going to be me and my ancestors and all the other people of good um, on the other side of oppression who are just like out here trying to live their lives and steward the land um, and everything as well as we can. Um, because these uh, motherfucking monsters, literal monsters, literal monsters um, who are invasive and just pervasive and ugh, all the things. Um which cause all this like unnecessary bullshit each and every day, just like we're having to discuss right now. Anyway, so moral is on the other side of that, just again, like bigging oneself up and just to like take the opposite cue on that where it's like, okay, more investment into me, more investment into my community. And, and also, you know, pull my shoulders back, stand up a little bit taller and walk um, a little bit stronger in the path. Um, because it's not even about against these systems. It's like in the face of these systems, like in your motherfucking face, you know? Um, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Ah! <laughs> Lesson of the day. Boo who uh, you are and don't let nobody change that. Point blank. Yes. Be you. You're yes. beautiful. No matter what people say and what people think, no matter what shade they want to bring be you period because i guarantee you're inspiring the right people right yes. people who want to see you you know so yeah down look at us you know <laughs> you put me on moment. today you preached to me today so take that lesson life lesson <laughs> well, thank you. i need that little push because like i said it's not something i've dealt with in a while and so sometimes we are going to get tested mm -hmm. you know and so it's a, that's why it's important to have the right people in your circle and having the right conversations with these right people. And Kellen's one of my people. And so it's okay to either get checked by those people who genuinely are, you know, looking out for you or um, not necessarily not like you checked me, but like, you know, it's important to yeah. make sure you're having those right conversations with the right people. Cause it doesn't matter who's in your circle. So that way, if you do feel a certain way, especially if it comes down to race, especially having those conversations, you feel comfortable enough to engage you know, with that other person with like, that's the, those are important people to have in your life because when you don't have those people in your life to where you can talk about race or just understand, it's going to drive you crazy. And then you'll realize you're kind of just adjusting to the rooms that you walk in when that should not be the case. Um, and you're kind of belittling yourself. So I'm very thankful to just be able to have those, those people in my circle, especially Kellen. So Hopefully y'all learned something today <laughs> <laughs> on both sides. I felt like there was for everybody in, in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you hit me with with the word here and there all the time too, uh, with a message. I want to say a message because a word is still rooted in like Christianity when you really get back to it. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe not yet, at least with my current exploration, like, oh, that was a word. It's like, oh, that's, you know, kind of related to a sermon. Um, mm -hmm. And also coming from the word and, you know, as I'm like in my whole um, <laughs> anti-Christian, anti-Catholicism, anti all of that. Yeah. Uh, and not even anti, just like uh, pulling. Oh, I don't even know what you would call it. I, I don't know what it's called. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Because, again, I'm still it makes me so mad. What is all this? He, him, father, son bullshit. 
It does not make <laughs> sense to me. Women are the ultimate creators in this world. I have only, only, only been supported and bigged up by women. I've only ever witnessed a woman actually creating another life. I've only ever witnessed the extreme empathy and love that comes from a, a woman uh, or, you know, our femme beings uh, in this world. Men destroy shit and men try to take over. Men is the ego. Um, and even just this whole narrative of father and son, even like Mary uh, in, in the whole like Christian, whatever thing itself, I'm like, how is she so minimal when, you know, it's like this whole like Puritan, uh, the virgin who gave, uh, who gave birth and da, 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 it's just like, oh, all these like male imposed ideologies. And then us being like, are like, Ooh, not us. Ooh, girl, don't loop yourself. Ha <laughs> ha missed it. Um, yet, you know, like he, the father that no girl, like mother earth, mother, everything mother's and 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 the the sensibilities and extreme capabilities of our femme and and women relatives and how that extends out into the world far outweigh and are greater than any male side and so you know i just throw my middle fingers up to it all the time because i'm like why you know why 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 uh and that indoctrination and whatever um yet there isn't a single male either bodied and or soul thing that I have ever seen have the capacity of our femme and women sold and bodied things. Um, I myself lack even those perspectives and those, uh, those senses of compassion. And just like I was talking about with whiteness itself, you know how like whiteness doesn't check or it doesn't think outside of itself because it doesn't have to same thing with like the man and the male. Whereas like I often and always see the ways in which our women and, and femme beings are upholding and doing the emotional labor, emotional capacity, spiritual capacity of others, because the male just doesn't. So you're, you're trying to sit here and tell me that the male is in charge of all this shit when it can't even do the exact same thing and, or be the exact equal or greater thing as the, the, the women and femme spirit and body emotion. soul, all of the things mm -mm, miss me with that. It's BS. I don't buy into it. Um, sorry, that was a little random soapbox. Yeah, again, just has to be said because down. That's my bad. I shouldn't have said freak today. <laughs> no, it was me because I said a word and then I realized I caught oh, myself. I, I like, caught well, myself. All, I said it was a word. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, girl, that's rooted. That's rooted in the thing. Don't go there. It's uh, a journey. It's yeah. a journey. You know, all the feels yeah. are valid for sure. It's like we're yeah. just we're unlearning some things and we're also learning some things. And so, um, yeah, it's all a part of that journey. So anyways, and always and forever. Shout out to to moms <laughs> um, for being the absolute absolute like most superhero people in the fucking world and not to negate anybody else who isn't a mom. Yet again, just that capacity, not only uh, for those who are able to physically create, yet even in those who are nurturing and, and, and supporting in all the ways, because I honestly don't know how y'all do it. I can barely keep myself up. If you go back in our episodes, you'll hear how Michaela helped keep me up uh, because I was on this microphone crying and whimpering. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, so again, just the ultimate shout out and the ultimate bow down uh, to all of you. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's all. That's all.
Hello. No, I have no more words. <laughs> that was a big, a nice wave of emotion on this episode. So you taught me some. This was probably one of my most open and honest to where, you know, I want to share an experience on our show. So that was cool. And everything you had to say. Yeah. As usual, life lessons. For sure. Go out and support Indigenous Creatives. That's at beep, Indigenous beep, beep, Creatives beep, beep, on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you know, doing big things, uh, expanding in great ways, putting money back into the community. Not that it's only money yet. You know, these jobs and opportunities, uh, it's building a great network. And again, it's supporting uh, our people for the people. Um, so, you know huge 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 steps uh and it's in its infancy you know so even greater steps um abound creator willing uh also i'm gonna throw this out right now this is only for your listeners we'll see which real ones actually you know listen to all the whole episode but i'm gonna throw out a discount code next weekend we're having a sip and paint also most like it's more like a trap and paint but i know y'all wouldn't really understand if i said trap and paint you know the elders be like what's a trap and paint so um we're gonna be litty it's a day party come out vibe out you don't have to paint um you can just hang out with us you know be suited and booted if you want to be suited and booted you know i got the photographers in there so it's gonna be a good a good vibe overall um, I'm going to give out a special discount. The discount code is QTP reward. Use that at checkout to get 25% off of your ticket. Um, again, we'll see which ones are the real ones that got this far, but, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, just come out, show out Saturday, September 10th during the day, 2 PM location TBA. Cause I don't like people in my business, but, um, we're going to have a good time. So thanks for that, that shout out, Kellen, you know, it's a brand new business and we're really just trying to be a resource for our communities. So, you know, everybody come out, have a good time. And doing it. Uh, and again, this is within the LCV, correct? Uh, yeah. Valley. Lewiston, Idaho. Yes. Uh, so, you know, and, and uh, it gets for now, but right. We continue. We're trying to do more things within our own community. So for now we're in Lewiston, Idaho. <laughs> yes. And also feel free. Don't let uh, the limitations of location uh, or not limitations. Don't let the, don't let the location limit you. You know, if you just want to support, throw down a ticket, um, you know, that's, that's an option too. You know, that's, that's a sign of support. Even if you don't show up to the thing, uh, hop in, use that code uh, and support from a distance. Uh, because that's just as powerful. And again, it's helping to uh, continue the work that's pushing forward. So just a little encouragement too, because, you know, just because you're not within the bounds of the LCV doesn't mean that you can't throw down for those who will be. Ew, come on, rhyme. <laughs> bars, bars. Yes. You know, I'd be practicing. One of these days, y'all are going to catch my mixtape. It'll be out there. Uh, I don't know what it'll be talking about, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to listen. <laughs> you know, hopefully, hopefully I'll be saying something, spitting something nice. Um, yeah. So thank you for throwing that uh, uh, code down. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Beyond that, wishing you the best because here we are in a planning week then. Yeah. We got September starting tomorrow. Yep. Uh, ooh, Labor Day coming out. Pay your bills, y'all. You only got five <laughs> yeah. more days to get that wake in. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first <laughs> of the month. 
be responsible. You know, the only thing you should be paying for before your rent is this sip and paint ticket. But otherwise. Yes. I live. And here we are uh, heading into the final four months of the year. So, yes, the last third. We got this. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew, simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com, and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shoutouts to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantum theory so be kind to yourself out there know that you're a boss and drink plenty of water see you next time